listening to the How Do We Get Here podcast. I'm Morris in Ann Arbor, Michigan with Chad in Las Vegas. Hey, Morris in Ann Arbor. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. I went to the movies today by myself. Oh, really? What'd you see? Uh, in a quiet place. Oh, was that scary? Uh, yeah, I had my like butt clenched for the entire time, pretty much. Okay, it's podcast uh, movie, movie reviews with Morris and Morris. <laughs> Go. I could do a 60-second review. Yes. All right. Uh, so I liked it a lot. And it's about a family that is stuck in this like alternate future world where you can't make any noise. And if you do make any noise, there are these monsters or some kind of like large insect creatures that like live underground that come out and they basically eat you and yeah that's about it and pretty much they walk around with bare feet all the time to make to not make noise which seems really ridiculous does that bother you people in bare feet is that a thing that annoys you no but it doesn't make sense you could wear sneakers uh they're called sneakers you could sneak <laughs> around i feel like in uh mythical stories like elves are really good at walking around and they always show them with bare feet so i think that that's where it comes from the elves ninjas are really quiet and they wear things on their feet yeah but they're not they're definitely not sneakers they're like (laughs) right these people and the movie stars with stars jim from the office did you ever watch the office yeah (laughs) he's in it and his wife his real life wife is his wife in the movie emily blunt i wonder how is that awkward working I don't know. I just saw a headline that said that he would never direct a movie again with her in it. Oh, man. She's yeah. a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, so the family lives out, like, out in the rural area of the world. And so they're walking around in like the dirt and stuff. And they're like always bare feet. And it's really weird. So they're very dirty people. What happens like in the cities? So they, sh- they show them walking in like the town and stuff like that. And... Mm-hmm. They're just still bare feet. Like the movie starts with them inside of like this abandoned <clears throat> drugstore and they're just running around in bare feet. So there's not many people left in this world, this futuristic world? Uh, you only see them and then you see like one other couple and that's it. It's so crazy that a whole family survived those situations. Yeah, the, th- the crazy thing is, is that the whole premise of the movie is that you can't make any noise or you get killed pretty much. These things will just pop out of nowhere and they have... Two, three kids, and the wife is pregnant. Nice. That's smart. Yeah. So on top of being irresponsible parents, because <laughs> the lady's pregnant, they have a very young child that is, like, constantly, like, looking for toys that make noise. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how much of a, a spoiler alert you want me to do, but the first 10 minutes, there's, like, something very, like, very disturbing that's it well i mean i don't want to spoil it just in case our four listeners are gonna go see it because i think it just came out um does uh jim from the office take his shirt off no they're all very well dressed because i just saw a picture of him today and he's like totally ripped so i was wondering what that was from oh or maybe that that could have been a totally different no it was totally him yeah he was in some seal team six movie or something like that i think or no some war movie i don't know but also while i'm watching this and the little kids are like basically being kids like putting everyone in danger i was like thinking about like if me and melissa and ava were in this situation we would be dead in like five minutes because of ava yeah ava doesn't shut up yeah when they have that baby which i'm guessing they all die so nobody gets to have a baby (laughs) 
but you can't make a baby be quiet yeah i mean that's like the the climax or close to the climax of the movie where you're like i, I just sat there and made this frowny face the entire time and like clenched my butthole because they ate a baby no because it's like super tense they i mean so they've they have like different i think like two different periods where like the movie opens up like 87 days into this like whatever state they're in right mm-hmm. and then like after something happens like they show 480 days into the, like ahead and so they're like they've set up like systems to like deal wow. with the silence and they're they don't talk very much in this movie they're always doing sign language sounds like a fascinating movie to go see yeah it's kind of weird because they don't talk for a very long time and then i thought it was interesting that the people probably had to learn how to do sign language but then i don't know if they were actually doing sign language or not <laughs> well, I've, I feel like they had to have learned because there's going to be plenty of people that know sign language that are going to go see the movie. And they would. Well, so, sometimes, like, you know how, like, in movies when they want to add in dialogue, they just show the person, like, from the back, like, from behind, and then you don't have to see the lips sync up. Right. Like, sometimes they would show Jim from behind, and he was, like, doing sign language, but you couldn't really see his hands. <laughs> That's funny. He was just, like, gesturing really emphatically. You can just see his, yeah, like, shoulders yeah. moving. Yeah, they have like they have like subtitles, and then the daughter is also like supposed to be deaf in the movie, and so she has like a hearing aid, but she oh. they, they don't, but they don't work. She just wears around plastic, and I think it works very weakly or something like that. Mm. Have you ever heard hearing aids when their batteries are going dead? That plays a very large uh, oh. part of the okay. movie. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert! But yeah, I would give it four out of five stars. Um, are there like jump scenes or yeah, jump scenes? Because everyone is so quiet, all you really hear is, like, the wind. And, like, if they're, like, near a river, you hear, like, the ambient noise. Like, in one scene, the kids are playing, like, a board game. Like, they play Monopoly, but they can't use the little pieces that it came with because it makes too much noise. So they have, like, little felt pieces. Okay. And then they are they start to argue about something. And then, like, one of the kids, like, knocks over a lamp. And then, like, that noise is, like, really loud. Yeah. So even the dumbest noises scares you pretty much. I think for the first half of the movie, they they do that a lot. But then towards the end, like, it, like they kind of loosen up on that. Uh, all right. Well, uh, podcast movie reviews, Morris gives it a four out of five. Chad gives it a zero out of five. Because if I jump in a movie, I just leave. <laughs> so screw that. Also, watching a movie in the middle of the afternoon, like on a Wednesday, is like a different, a whole different experience. Yeah, who's there? Old people. Oh, really? Yes. Usually, like if I try to go, <clears throat> if I go to the movies alone, I'll try to go like early in the morning at like 10 or 11. But today I went mm-hmm. at 2. And I sat next to this old couple. And the lady kept talking during the jumps. Like when she would watch the trailers and the movie itself, she'd be like, oh no. Oh, oh my. Oh my. <laughs> or like... When, like, something bad would happen, she'd be like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. First question, why were you, why did you have to sit next to anybody at a 2 p.m. Wednesday movie? When I bought the tickets, I, it's one of those nice theaters where you can pick your seat. And so I uh, picked okay. it far away from everyone. But then by the time I got to my seat, she was there. Okay. You're forgiven for that then. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have sat next to somebody. I wouldn't have sat next to anybody. But um, when I was younger... I would, I love scary things and scary movies, but now I hate them already and I'm in my mid thirties. So like by the time I'm old, 70, I'm not even going to be able to handle comedies. Comedies are going to scare me. going to be like that old woman. Yeah. Yeah. No. Why, why are they torturing themselves? 
I don't know because I think she she also brought like a blanket with her, and I think she at some point oh. she like pulled it up. Yeah, that'll be me. Except for I hate movies, so I'll be somewhere else with the blanket. <clears throat> have you ever been to the movies alone? Um, I have. Um, I go to maybe like two movies a year. <laughs> I've probably seen like twenty movies in the theaters in my lifetime, but no, that's that's way low. But um, <laughs> I don't really care for the movies too much. But I did have a. I used to do a photo gig in San Diego, so I'd have to on Fridays. So I'd drive down to San Diego. Oh man, I could do a whole episode on San Diego. <laughs> Such an awful city. Um, Why? Oh, I'll tell you the story. Um, so I'd get down. I would leave right after work, and then the photography I was doing was at night. So I would have like six hours to kill because I wanted to beat all the traffic, and so I'd go sit in the movie theater by myself. And I saw, uh, oh man, the Adam Sandler movie where he plays himself <laughs> and his sister. Jack and Jill. <laughs> I saw that the weekend it came out in the movies Whoa. by myself in San Diego. You might have been like one out of 10 people who have seen the movie. Yeah, I took a picture of it. It was, it was the worst movie I've ever seen in the theaters. Which reminds me, the other terrible movie I saw in the theaters that sticks out in my head is uh where uh something of oh man i had it in my head this is another another episode of chad yeah, trying to remember things yeah trying to remember words and things oh car 52 where are you did you ever see that i heard of it's a remake of a tv show and like an old tv show right so like in the 90s they remade an old tv show yeah that was an awful movie Top two worst movies I've ever seen. What are the worst movies you've ever seen in a theater? Uh, I'd have to say that I can remember The Hobbit. No, that's a, the Peter no. Jackson one. Why? Get out of here. Did you like it? Well, I did, but when I'm bringing Jack and Jill and Car <laughs> where are you? I don't purposely go and see bad movies. I'm trying to think of like something. It's got to be an accident. Something you thought would be good. But in my defense, I didn't think Jack and Joe would be good. I just, it was the movie that was playing when I needed to be sitting. King Kong was pretty bad. Also Peter Jackson. Man, Peter Jackson, what's your problem? I like The Lord of the Rings. I can't do anything else. I, I like The Hobbit. I like The Hobbit book, though, but I was cool with The Hobbit, the book. A lot of people didn't like it. I enjoyed the book when I read it however many years ago, but the movie itself was like, I don't know. It was like just too boring. But you like the Lord of the Ring movies? Yeah, I love those movies, but the Hobbit, the Hobbit was like, I just remember my ass hurting from sitting so long. The first Lord of the Rings movie, I hadn't ever read the books even. So it just ends with them like on a boat and nothing, nothing happens in the whole movie. Nothing happens. They just walk and then they're in a boat and then the movie ends. But there, but there were like fight scenes. And so like that oh. made it interesting and it like introduced all the characters. But the Hobbit, like it's like a kid's story. And so they try to make it really serious, and it didn't. It didn't work for me. All right. Well, I don't think that counts. King Kong is terrible. King movie. Kong was awful. Yeah. Like the second and the third Hobbit movies were like better, but the third uh, okay. movie was like just like a long battle scene. Yeah, that I'm not into that, and that's really what it was. Now that I'm so that's our new tradition uh, for. Christmas. Actually, this is, I got two Christmas tradition stories. Jess and I, uh, we just used the time off to like watch like all the 
from Hobbit to the end of Lord of the Rings, oh, like in a row. Do you watch the extended the extended versions on yeah, DVD? It's got to be extended. I'm trying to think. We I don't even think we finished, but maybe. How many hours is that? Because the extended Lord of the Ring ones are like four hours, if not longer. Yeah, it would probably be what twenty hours or more, twenty four hours of movies, thirty hours of movies. I think before the Hobbit came out in the theaters, they had um, where they showed like all three movies before. Never heard of that. I, I I've heard of it. Yeah, I would never do that. Yeah, I can't imagine like if they don't give you a break in between. I, yeah, they would have to. I would imagine that sounds awful. And plus, you're buying all of their like expensive food and stuff. <laughs> I would totally do that for Harry Potter, but not Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I, I would watch all Harry Potters in a row. This movie theater that I went to had I, I, they had some weird sheet at the at the counter where they showed it looks like they showed like tv shows which was really weird like they have like the walking dead sunday nights oh really yeah and you pay like four bucks to go in and and watch or something like that i bet a lot of people do that i mean it's a really nice theater and it's really cheap the movie was six bucks and i got soda and popcorn i actually got an icy and popcorn for five bucks what what flavor icy uh red gross so your whole it was (laughs) Everything was like $11? Yes. That's such a good deal. Yeah, and it's the ones where you have like the super recliner seats where it's like a sign right. seating. Um, even their popcorn is better usually at those nicer places. I don't know how this place stays open because they don't even have anyone taking tickets. <laughs> you can just walk in. Yeah, and I guess the fear is like someone else comes and is in your seat but you if you just look on the thing before you buy the tickets you can see what seats are open right i don't know i thought it was just because i went at like weird hours but then one time i went with melissa like prime time on a saturday night and no one was you just walk right in oh really yeah maybe they count on people self-policing it yeah i don't know i don't know how that place is going to stay open because they also have a really nice bar um like outside that you while you're waiting for your movie to start you can grab a drink yeah, and I've also seen like wait service where they'll bring you food to your seat. Yeah, so where is the money in movie theaters? Because all movie theaters are having trouble, right? I think it's the concessions. Yeah, it's got to be. Soda and ices don't cost $5. Yeah, you can't give a red icy away because they're <laughs> gross. But what flavor do you get? It's only Coke. Only Coke. They have that. And then they also have those like funky soda machines where they have like 42 flavors and you can like mix oh, and match. Yeah. yeah, that's fun. I've seen that at Fuddruckers. <laughs> and they also have fancy candy machines too where you can get like just a single color of Starburst or not or yeah. Skittles. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I want to check this place out. We have some fancy ones out here. And are they cheap? No, they're not cheap. And I, I want to drink, so... Booze is never really cheap in Vegas, unless you're drinking at home. What about when you're gambling? Oh, then it's free. But it's not very... That's how my love of watered-down beer really comes from. (laughs) Because you can get that for free, or you can get... You say, like, I want a rum and coke, but you're like, ah, this doesn't taste like a rum and coke I've ever had. I don't think that's real booze. When they open a bottle and hand you a bottle, you're sure that that's real alcohol, at least. Right. Yeah. Most people would probably say just get what you want, but you're gaming the system. Yeah. I want the I want the alcohol. Well, actually they want you to have the alcohol too. So I'm sure they put some something in the mixed drinks, but you you want the authentic light beer. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely not top shelf. They're not <laughs> offering top shelf anything. 
Um, also, have you ever? I just did this like ten minutes ago, and I thought it was really funny. Uh, I had one of those brownies that came in like an individual package. Mm-hmm. It was pretty big. It was probably like four inches by no, maybe five by five inches. Mm-hmm. And I told myself I was just going to eat half of it, and so I like yeah. broke half of it off and put the other half away. And then as I finished the first half, I was like, eh, I'm just going to eat the other half. <laughs> I'm never dumb enough to think that I can actually save the other half, so I would never put it away. Yeah, I, I did that, and then I was like, I looked at it, and I said, eh, forget it, and I just took it back out. I'm actually, that's one of my things, is I don't like wasting food, so I'd rather make myself sick and just eat everything. <laughs> like, if you go to a restaurant and you have, like, half an enchilada, you're not going to save that, but I won't let it go away, so I'm going to eat it. <laughs> you're, you're practically, like, a father now. Yeah, just give me all your trash. Like, I need a bunch of kids so I can eat all their trash. Listen, have you, I mean, does does Jesse ever throw food on the floor and then you eat it? Because that's what I do when Ava does it. <laughs> yeah, I have no problem eating food off the floor. She doesn't throw it on the floor. I'll give her that. But if something drops, I, like, have to make sure she doesn't see me or she'll take it away. I mean, I won't do it in a restaurant, but, like, at home, like, yeah, she'll throw, like... I mean, I, I draw a line at like kind of really mushy foods, but if it's like right. a solid food, I'll I'll yeah. pick it up and eat it. Yeah, I got no problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's it's still stuck in my head. They're starving people. Uh, well, they're starving people in a lot of places. It's that's not. I don't even, know how me eating food off the floor helps them, but that's not even it for me. I just don't like waste. Like it, I'm yeah. just it's just me being cheap. <laughs> Yes, that sounds right for you also. I've eaten like soggy Cheerios like because that just gets tossed around. Well, not from the floor, right? No, like sometimes like she'll drink milk. She'll drink milk and then it'll like get onto the Cheerios and then she'll just like knock it over. And I try to pick it up and if it like stays solid in my fingers, then it's edible. (laughs) If it breaks apart, then it's not. (laughs) See, Cheerios isn't even like a fun food though. So now I don't know where where to draw this line because I'm thinking like she drops a chicken nugget. I'm not. Oh, no, I'm not letting that go. That gets eaten. Yeah. But even a Cheerio. I'll eat almost anything like even carrots, like vegetables that I've like prepared for her. I'll eat those off the ground. Cooked, (laughs) cooked carrots. I'll cook um, like little baby carrots for her or like broccoli. And if that ends up on the floor, that's getting eaten. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Is if it was something I was feeding myself already, because I don't have kids, so I'm not feeding a kid, I would. <laughs> or, eat. or like sometimes I'll I'll make like chicken, like I'll make a chicken finger for her, and I'll just like cut it up into pieces, and she'll just knock it over. Sometimes that's definitely getting eaten. What about do you clean off her plate when she's done eating? Yes. Yeah. Although she doesn't eat fun foods yet. Oh, uh, okay. It's like very rare that she has like pizza or anything. Right. That's what you're going to feed her every day as soon as you can, just so you can eat the leftovers. She has had pizza, just not like on a regular basis. And like one time I made like one of those frozen pizzas and I left a quarter of the pizza behind and I cut it up into smaller pieces for her. And as I was giving it to her, I was like, oh man, I hope she doesn't finish this so I can eat it. Uh, that's awesome yeah ended up making it into like three smaller pieces and i think she only ate two so you got your wish i don't know if she actually stopped or not i may have just been like you're taking too long (laughs) (laughs) well you know what's best for her because you're her father right you're like you're getting a little chubby kid i'm gonna have to eat that pizza for you 
I mean, she really enjoyed it. So yeah, pizza is amazing. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking we're gonna. I'm gonna make a pizza for her on Saturday since Melissa's not home. There you go. And Melissa won't hear this until afterwards, so it'll be okay. Yeah, it's gonna be like pizza every day while she's away. For some reason, I'm thinking of elementary school pizza now. Oops. I know that's um, not what. You're, whoa, you're right <laughs> over there. Yeah, I dropped my phone. Uh, just a phone. It's fine. Um, it's frozen pizza that gets reheated. It's almost like I'm. I want to get my hands on some elementary school pizza to see if it's as good as we always thought it was. So did you ever, okay, what kind of pizza was it? Was it square pizza or was it rectangular or was it like well, it was rectangular and it fit perfectly in the rectangular slot of the tray, which is pretty amazing. What, what, what was the tray? Like what was it made out of? It was, well, plastic, but it was like the segmented where you have the place for your milk, then the main dish and a couple side things, side dishes. So it was cooked separately and then placed into the tray, right? Yes. Okay. So in East Boston, Mm -hmm. they used to have this crazy system for lunch where there would be one foil, like one tray that was made out of foil with a foil over the top. That was like the hot item of the lunch. And then there was like a plastic tray that had like the fruit salad and like, I don't know, whatever, like bread or carb or whatever. But the pizza, right. the pizza they had was like cooked inside of this foil tray. And it was like, you could either eat it with a fork or you could like flip the tray inside out and pop the, the pizza out. And the fact that it cooked inside of this like little foil tray, like made it really good. Was it rectangular or what yeah, was, was your shape? Yeah, it was rectangular. Yeah. yeah, let's get our hands on some of those. I bet they don't even make that anymore. What are kids eating these days? Well, I can tell you that my nephews, I've seen their school lunch menu before, and it had, like, chickpeas. <laughs> like What? Yeah, it was a kale salad and, like, hummus with pitas. Um, what kind of school is this? I mean, they live in, like, <clears throat> they live in a pretty wealthy neighborhood, and it, but it's public school. It's not a... It is a public school? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because I went to a a private high school and we had like a salad bar for lunch and like a normal hot food line too, but I thought it was cool we had a salad bar. Um, I think we had a salad bar in high school too, but I didn't eat school lunch at that point. I stopped dealing with that crap. What did you do? You just went and did drugs and stole things? (laughs) No, I, I brought in lunch because it was stupid because in high school we got 20 minutes for lunch and then you had to wait in line for 10 minutes and like you have you had 10 minutes to like inhale your food basically. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. So I brought in a, I brought in a turkey sandwich that just sat in my locker for about three hours mm. in the morning. That's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> and I brought in a can of soda that was warm by the time it was like 11 11 a.m. or 10:40 a.m. or whatever stupid lunchtime they had given us. Right. You didn't have a lunchbox. Have you ever heard of a lunchbox? Yeah, but who 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 has space for that? Mm, I don't know. If it didn't fit in the backpack, I wasn't bringing it. At in high school, uh, our lunch was free, so I don't remember ever bringing a lunch. But um, if you didn't like what was served, you would just eat the salad bar, or we had like a sandwich bar as well. I ate a lot of mustard sandwiches. <laughs> was was this public or private? Well, private. So why did you just eat a mustard sandwich? Yeah, that was my thing. I don't know why. I think so people would be like, who is this weirdo eating mustard sandwiches? 
<laughs> Did it work? But I, I, I do love mustard. I mean, there was like 40 people in my class, so everybody already knew me. I didn't have to make a name for myself doing weird things like that. I mean, mustard is really good. It's better than a mayo yeah. sandwich, which is what I used to eat. Yeah, that was that's like the poor people. <laughs> poor food, people right? mustard. Yeah. <laughs> no, the poor people dinner is a mayonnaise sandwich. Yeah, I think at some point when I was younger, I think I asked my father for a food or something, and he did suggest to me eat a mayo sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when, before I got into mustard, I, I really liked Miracle Whip. Which is gross. But when I was a kid, I would, yeah, that's fine. I I would eat Miracle Whip and peanut butter sandwiches. Oh, what is that? Yeah, it's pretty gross. I mean, I had Miracle Whip for the first time when I was like 24. And I was like, this is, oh, this, really? I didn't know what it was supposed to taste like. And I still don't know. Yeah, I'm not quite sure because I always thought of it as the alternative to mayo, but they don't taste anything alike. They're just both white. And they even had this like weird commercial campaign where they just had people like making fun of it really? I, didn't, I didn't understand it at all they were basically like i remember one of them was like Polly d Polly d from the jersey shore and he was like oh that stuff's gross i don't i don't want to eat it and that was a commercial wait this wasn't that long ago then if someone from the jersey shore it was like six years ago or eight years ago well Miracle Whip is associated with white trash, right? Yeah, but they also had other people, too. I think he was just, like, very famous at the time. I'm not saying he's white trash. No, 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 no. <laughs> also, that was a long time ago. Yeah, it's longer than I was actually thinking. That was, like, 10 years ago. <laughs> I'm uh, finding out the difference. In, of Miracle Whip versus Mayo? So, the U.S.? FDA requires that anything labeled mayonnaise contain a minimum of 65% vegetable oil by weight. And though Kraft keeps Miracle Whip's exact oil content a secret, the company confirms that it is too low to meet the mayo standard. So it's less oil. Yeah, but it's also sweet and spicy. I don't remember the spicy part. It's, it's not spicy, I can tell you. It's not. It doesn't <laughs> taste seasoned at all. Oh, here's the best part. First introduced during the Depression, when its cheaper price made it alluring to people who couldn't afford more highfalutin mayo, it's now caught up, costing about the same amount per ounce. So it was like an alternative to mayonnaise for poor people. So it's like margarine. It's like well, not, not real butter. Yeah, although, it would be like margarine. Although you eating mustard is like a very like mature, matured palate. Because I don't think I got into mustard until, like, adulthood. Yeah, I I didn't know how to put it on anything, apparently. I didn't know how to make the taste, like, mix with other flavors because I would just put it on bread. I mean, you used to eat hot dogs. And I would just, I mean, hot dogs and burgers were, like, ketchup only for me for a while. Yeah, you know some people are super anti-ketchup on hot dogs, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm aware. But that's only for me. So from what I understand is that if you, that's like a Chicago dog or something, right? Like you shouldn't put, because uh, okay. you already, Did we have, already like, have a whole episode about this. About hot dogs? Yeah. No, but we should. No. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't mind the Chicago hot dog. Like, it's good. And I get why you wouldn't put ketchup on it because it already, it already has like tomatoes on it. But if you don't have something sweet on it, then that's where the ketchup comes in. Yeah, but it, that one goes the whole other way with all the hot peppers. and Yeah, and so it's like a sandwich. It really wants to be hot. It doesn't want to be sweet. Yeah, but so it's like almost a sandwich. You're just putting toppings into this like oblong 
bun. So what is a hot dog not a sandwich, technically? Like a hot dog that you get from a baseball game is not a sandwich. I don't think it's a sandwich. Okay. A Chicago okay. dog might be a sandwich because it's just too ridiculous with the toppings. Okay. Um, that So we got, bought a grill last weekend, and the first thing we grilled was some... Uh, some tofurkey some, dogs? Yeah, to, tofurkey dogs and sausages. And I definitely put uh, ketchup on all of them. Because you have to, because those things don't taste like anything. Um, no, they're delicious, <laughs> but there's plenty of other condiments you could put on them. We also use relish. Yeah. We're really big about pickles, pickles around here. I mean, do you remember when we, when we were in Texas and we went to the like sketchy, not sketchy, but like random like camping grounds? <laughs> no. We built a fire. Do you remember that? How do you not remember Was that? Was my friend's backyard? No, it was like a legit thing that I think your parents like paid money for. And we yeah. had to we had to go to their storage unit to get sleeping bags. And I think it may have wow. had cots. All right. You don't remember this? No, I don't remember this at all. We bought oh man. We so we had to buy like one of those starter logs for the for the fire. Yeah. And then we also had to buy like little like logs of wood to start to yeah. actually keep the fire going. <clears throat> and we were sitting there eating actual hot dogs. I'm pretty sure they were all actual hot dogs. Maybe you'd buy, really? maybe you might've bought yeah. vegetarian hot dogs. And yeah. we got into a big argument about where to put the mustard and the ketchup in the bun. <laughs> because Are you, you sure that you're not talking, this isn't someone else. That no, you it, was were you. Having it was you. I'm pretty sure I have this like, because I think I brought my camcorder with me, and I think I have that somewhere. Is it on video? Yes. Was anyone else with us, or was this a different trip? Uh, no, it was that trip when we went to, like, Walmart. Or, yeah, Walmart at, like, midnight. Yeah. So Heather was there? Yes. Or no? Yes. Yeah, okay. And you we put, need her to corroborate this story. I don't the, remember it at all. Our big argument was that you put the condiments in the bun and then the hot dog in, which makes sense. But I, I put it on top of the hot dog after I already put it into the bun. So now you're saying you're admitting to me now that I was right all along. Well, it, it makes a lot of sense if you think if you can remember to do it. How can you not remember to do it? You get that ready while the thing's cooking. Because sometimes you just you know you just grab the hot dog and then you're like, oh crap, where do I put this? I feel like we should have this argument again because you're annoying me <laughs> by suggesting that there's another method at all. I mean, it, whenever you see a picture of a hot dog with ketchup and mustard, right. it's on top. Well, guess what? Those aren't real hot dogs. That's not real <laughs> mustard. That's not real ketchup. It's not a real bun either. You know you know what's not a real hot dog? That stuff that you <laughs> ate. <laughs> well, I'm proud, I'm proud to say that I don't eat pig butt anymore. <laughs> I mean, I fully am aware that it's like not real meat or it's not like very choice meat, but I still like the taste of it. Yeah, I wonder what it is about how did that become a thing where they were just like, ah, we'll just throw the rest of the stuff in there. It's either poor people or it's, or rich people trying to make money off of poor people. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah. If you just took one of the ingredients and be like, here is some pig some, toenails, some hoof. Yeah. You wouldn't, you probably wouldn't eat that, no, but people probably. do eat that, I guess too. Pig feet. I mean, I enjoy sausage, but I don't want to know how it's made. Oh, I'm going to tell you how it's made. 
Episode 10, the sausage episode. There is this place called Beer Camp near us that has like all homemade sausages and hot dogs and yeah. bratwurst. And it's like really good. I have it. And I don't think they have. I love- oh, I, they may have ketchup there. I don't think they do. Well, I feel like fancy sausages is a little different than not just a plain hot dog. So ketchup is less acceptable in those situations. I think, I mean, if I'm at home or if I'm at a baseball game, I don't care. I'll put ketchup on it. But if I'm in some like eating establishment, I will hold off on ketchup so that I don't get any like judgment from other people. Why are you ordering hot dogs at places? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, like Shake Shack has hot dogs. You're gross. Get out of here. <laughs> Although when I get the hot dog from there, I would get the Chicago dog. So then maybe I wouldn't get the ketchup. Yeah, I was going to say, like, a place like that, you can put whatever you want on them. Nobody's going to say anything. (laughs) Or maybe it's sausages where I am, like, just going to put mustard and relish on this. I don't know where why that that's a line because sausages is just butts, too. Yeah, but they're Butts and wieners. But they're fancier. Fancy butts and wieners? Yeah. There's a great place in L.A. that... um, I think all they have is sausages, but they have a bunch of vegan and veggie sausages, but they'll put like apples in it and that right. kind of stuff. They're really good. Do you trust vegetarian sausages made next to real sausages? I'm trying to think if there was any real sausages because they had a, I remember them having a bunch of options of veggie ones. So it might've been like a vegan place, like all around. I mean, I know Shake Shack has a lot of vegetarian options like salt packets and (laughs) no they have a um what do they have it's a fried mushroom patty like it's an actual like mushroom thing and they they just it's a they put it on a a burger bun uh mushrooms is a great alternative to meat unfortunately i hate them so (laughs) i used to work with a guy at the barbecue place and he was like he considered himself like a forager and when it was oh, nice. when it was mushroom season he would like go and like like pick mushrooms and he like showed me like a ton of pictures on his phone he was like really into it and he was telling me all about the different like kinds of mushrooms that tasted like shrimp and chicken and other things what? yeah well that doesn't make me want a mushroom anymore because <laughs> I don't want anything that tastes like shrimp or chicken. But he, he said you just got to batter them up and fry them, and they taste like food. <laughs> you just got to put a million things on them, and then they're edible. That's how I feel about vegetarian oh. foods. <laughs> Were you in New Jersey that time when uh, it was like over a holiday in college? Did you ever go to New Jersey? Nope, did not. Oh, okay. So you were definitely not there. No. But um, Heather, our mutual friend and my girlfriend at the time, uh, put a mushroom in my face and I like, we were really stoned and I pushed her on the ground. (laughs) I thought it was like a sea creature. I was like freaking out. I was very stoned. Where did the mushroom come from? Was it like a a mushroom that you got from the supermarket? Yeah. And they had like cooked it up. She had a bunch of hippie friends that were... They just wanted to eat mushrooms. That's really weird. Yeah. So I pushed her on the ground. A bunch of people walking around with with no shoes and eating mushrooms. Yeah. Pretty much stone people. It might have been her, it might have been her family in that movie that I saw today. Yeah. It's possible. Wait, what? <laughs> that movie, a quiet place. Those people walked around with no shoes. Oh. Okay. 
I didn't know if you were talking about the old lady sitting next to you or the people in the actual movie. Oh, no. Because those people are fictional. Those people they don't really exist. It may have been based on a family in New Jersey. Uh, right. I'm sure they were. <laughs> That's all you're taking away from this movie is that they didn't wear shoes the whole time. It bothers you so much. Because you're out in the wilderness. You should have some kind of padding. Because All right. So there's this one point point in the movie, right, where they're walking down this, these like crickety old stairs and a nail gets pulled up and someone steps on it. And wouldn't it have been nice to have shoes on? I mean, I feel like a nail would still go through your shoe, and then you just got a bloody shoe. Wouldn't it, wouldn't have hurt that much, though. It would still hurt. That was a big plot point, by the way. I don't think I'm ever going to see this movie, unless my tastes change a lot for some reason. Um, the whole point. I don't even movie. like the commercial. The whole point of the movie is that like all these things happen that like normally you would make a noise, but these people have to hold it right. in. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people can do that, but I would be perfect. I I want to live in this world where everyone has to be quiet. I would stub my toe and I'd be dead instantly. I actually stubbed my toe the other day and I wanted to scream and I held myself back. I was like, that's not going to help me. I was so angry though. It was right over here, right in this office that I'm sitting in right now. I remember it so clearly. Did you pretend that you were in the movie? I jumped around. Yeah, I... I am in that movie. I just want to live my life with no sound and I don't want to have to talk except for when doing this podcast. I think I get really angry when I stub a toe, when I stub my toe. Like I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. How does it even happen? I don't know, but it's like a laziness thing. Yeah, because you're just not lifting your feet or you're not watching where you're going. Right. Yeah. It's a very frustrating injury. I don't know why it has to hurt so much. Uh, your wife's a doctor. Ask her why stubbing toes hurt so much. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's not a podiatrist. She if, did a lot more schooling than uh, if, just what she specializes like, in, I promise. Like if my anus hurt, she'd be able to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> she f- focuses on anuses. Yeah. She told me the other day. That's not even right, That's not even right either. Why? Like colon. The colon. Yeah, the colon isn't the anus. No, I know, but it's all part of the same thing. She operates on a lot of anuses. Oh, okay. Yeah. She told me the other day that when I turn 50, she's going to make me get a colonoscopy. And then I told her that I thought, like, it, I would just do it anyways. And she was saying that a lot of 50-year-old men around here just don't do it. That's actually crazy because I thought it was 40 you had to do it. I'm so geared up. I'm ready to do it. <laughs> I think it's 50, unless you have like a, a history of something in your family. Yeah, I do have a history of something in my family. So, so. then, yeah, maybe that's why. But she was like... I need to do it now. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Fly now. <laughs> she can give you a, a heavy discount. Oh, really? That's up to her? I don't think it's up to her. <laughs> no, I mean, the discounted one would be like when you're in, like, in our living room and we're doing it that Bro, way. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she can do that either. <laughs> I mean, I can do that then, at-home colonoscopies. I mean, so, yeah, she was saying, like, she was telling me, like, as if it was something I was going to fight her on. And then she was like, oh, that's weird. And then I was like, okay, that's that's cool. And then she said that there's a lot of people here that just don't, even when they're told to do it, they're like, no, that's that's fine. They'd rather just die from colon cancer. Yeah, 
than have a colonoscopy. I mean, well, it, that's I guess that's their decision. Right. We don't need them. In the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's um. Wait, I want to keep going on this. Sorry. Um, it was she saying she's gonna give you a colonoscopy? No, she said. So she said that would be weird. She said she would find me. Okay. Would find me. That's what I was wondering. She would find me another doctor, and then I would go and do oh, it. Okay. And then I said that's fine. But then I asked her follow up questions like, "Would they put me under?" And she said, "Yeah, absolutely." And then that would. And then I was like, "Okay, that's cool." So you don't even get to enjoy it. <laughs> I don't really know what there is to enjoy, <laughs> but I, I think the the like the the sedatives would probably be fun when you wake up. Or maybe not. You'd probably be really oh, yeah. groggy. Yeah, I think you get one day of just being like really messed up. <laughs> Have you ever had your wisdom teeth taken out? I did. Yeah, you can only do that once though. Were you put under? Um, I was not, um, and I remember the sound was terrifying. It was an awful sound. Did it hurt or was it just really weird to have someone like in your face? Well, so everything is still numb. You're just not under, but then, so the only sense you have, well, I guess you, I could have smelled something, which smelling things at the dentist is really gross too. But the sound was just like them ripping and tearing and like sounded like bones breaking. Yeah. See, I, I don't like it when I can smell a drill. When they like fill in a cavity or something, yeah. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. And then when I had my wisdom teeth taken out, I was like put under. I think I had easy easy wisdom teeth, maybe, because some people have really hard to get out ones. Mine were like sideways. Yeah, so mine I think were pretty easy to get out. So maybe that's why I didn't get put under. But I remember I did get drugs for that. I remember they gave me they gave me laughing gas first. And they kept telling me to like breathe in, breathe out, whatever. And like the 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 doctor, the surgeon kept asking me like, "Oh, do things seem funnier to you right now?" And I was like, "No." And then he was like, "Okay, we'll give you a little bit more." And they're like, "Do you feel anything now?" And I was like, "No, I really don't." And then at some point, he started to like inject me with whatever, and he like kept messing up and like missing the vein, and like he had to like switch arms like twice. And like, I just remember waking up at some point and like my arms were like all bruised. But you didn't think it was funny? I thought at the end of that story you were going to be like, I was bleeding everywhere. It was so funny. No, it it, it wasn't funny. I never laughed in the laughing gas. And, and and then it just reminded me of like that Aussie. Remember the Aussie family show? The Osbournes? Right, yes. And, and they gave him laughing gas and he was like, I feel nothing. I, I just remember thinking it was like that. I want you to talk more like medical things so that <laughs> when people listen to it later, they'll be like, you're so wrong. <laughs> Give us some more medical advice. My cure for everything is to drink more water. Oh, I think that's actually pretty good. Yeah. That's not a terrible. Melissa thing. hates me for it, but she knows it's true. <laughs> Is she not a water drinker or she just hates that you know something? She, no, she she's not a water drinker. And usually when she's like, I have a headache, I'm like, well, I drink more water. Or like, I'm, if she's like, I'm hungry, I'm like, just drink more water. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, that in our house, uh, we don't have soda unless it's to mix with like <laughs> alcohol. 
But we've been really into drinking sparkling waters lately. They're so Do good. Do you have a soda stream? Uh, no, we just buy like... I, I tried to get... Hey, Jess, let's buy a, a soda stream. <laughs> we have one. It's, it's worth okay. it. Um, and you don't have to put like sugar in it, right? You can just make bubbly water. Right. It's just carbonated water. Yeah, so we get the ones that are flavored, but they're no sugar. Right. And so they're just like... It's just a hint of... Oh, it's like essence? Yeah, so it's nice. I would like to be able to do that. Yeah, I got some peach and ginger. LaCroix? Oh, yeah. I thought that that had sugar in it, though. It's it's no? essence. Oh, yeah. So just like that, then. Um, what Melissa does is she'll we buy like a whole giant bag of limes, and then she just tosses mm-hmm. them in. Oh, squirt a lime in there? Yeah. Or no, she she doesn't even squirt it. I don't know why. She just tosses it into the glass and then just fills the glass up with sparkling water. Have you ever had, this is like the essence of essence, <laughs> but it'll just a water, just a water jug full of fruits and stuff. And then it, by the end of the day, it's super essence <laughs> Like at hotels? Yeah. Or I, when I delivered things in LA, there always had those at the like the spas the fancy places that i would like cucumber cucumber water yeah it's like cucumber water um and they have a bit spas a lot i like i will do the lime thing and i'll throw in a strawberry and it doesn't really do anything because i drink it too fast but then i'll eat the strawberry and it'll be like a little bit fizzy yeah you gotta leave it in there all day to make it good but i just read a report yesterday you're gonna love this about how the dirtiest vegetables or dirtiest fruits and vegetables. Strawberries. Strawberries are number one. Because of the pesticides? Yeah. That's good. And the test was after normal washing. Sweet. Ava, it's still. Ava eats so many strawberries. You just need to buy organic, then you're fine. Yeah, but that's like twice the price. It's expensive. Yeah. Well, with all that money you're saving eating floor food, you need to invest in some straw, like organic strawberries. So not to one-up you or anything, but my sister told me about this like last year. And then she was like, mm-hmm. she even she even like went a step further and was like strawberry like take strawberries off the list because she said Oh wow. She was like organic strawberries even have it in their like they'll cheat and they'll have it on the seeds. Which I don't know how that works, but that's what she said. So organic is a lie. Yeah, this is a yearly report, so it was probably around this time last year that she told you all this. According to my sister, who is like, she was like a big Purell person. So I'm like, whatevs. <laughs> so you, she suggests rubbing your strawberries in Purell first? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, what were you saying about before this? I was going to relate all of this back to being poor. And now I can't remember. Oh, all the, the fizzy waters and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So two notes about soda stream and fizzy water. Yeah. One time we had a bunch of grapes that nobody was eating. And so I had the great idea of like throwing them all into the blender. And then I was going to make like a grape extract type thing. Okay. And then I would get fizzy water and then I would like pour it in. Like, you know, those little flavored packets that people use for fizzy water. I was going to make my own out of sure. grapes. Yeah. It didn't work. How'd that go? <laughs> it tasted. So the thing about grape, especially as a fake flavor, it doesn't taste anything like grape. It tastes, it tastes, like, it tastes like purple. 
Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. No, it didn't. It just did not taste like purple. It tasted like I was drinking fizzy sand water. Uh, yeah. Because it's like super like gr- like gritty. Because of the skin. You had to de-skin them all. Well, and then I bet it would have been all right. Well, no, because what I ended up actually doing was I took a strainer and I poured liquid through it. And so I kept all the strainer. Like I kept all the skin off. Oh, uh, wow. And it still didn't work. You went through a lot of work for this. Yeah, I, I think I threw it all away too didn't work and and then all right what's your other story <laughs> so when we were li- when i was little i i was like a big pepsi person and like i'm like my parents joke about it but i'm pretty sure that it, it was like it actually happened like i had pepsi in the bottle oh really i think i'm pretty sure of it um like i mean this was like when i was like four or five um yeah and when we didn't have soda around one time I think my father told me to drink orange juice and I was like, no, it's, it's cool. I got this. And I like just grabbed like a glass of water and I just dumped a bunch of sugar into it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I thought it would taste good, but it definitely did not. What? I feel. Uh, it did not. I, did you think it was going to taste like Pepsi? Is that the problem? No, I thought it would just taste. Cause like, I can imagine. I thought it would taste like sweet water. It would just be sweet. And it doesn't? No, because the, the sugar doesn't. It's not like you made like a syrup out of it. It doesn't dissolve. Right. Um, okay, so I totally believe that in the 80s, people were putting soda in their babies. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people do it now, but I'm sure it was pretty common actually in the 80s. But that makes me think of iced tea and how different it tastes than sweet iced tea. I used, I used to drink a lot of Nest tea, brisk iced tea or whatever. I feel, that's a little different. But have you ever had like legit just straight iced tea? Yes, and it tastes not as you sweet. You put sugar in it? I've had both because the barbecue place had like just tea, like cold tea, and I then they both. also had sweet tea. The It frustrates me so much how different sweet tea tastes than normal tea. It doesn't taste like tea with sugar in it. It tastes like a totally different thing. Right. The tea that we had, the tea that we had that was unsweetened was like fine because it was cold. But then the the, the sweetened yeah. one, like I made it in the morning and there was a lot of sugar involved. It's so gross. Yeah. Um, at my friend Brad's uh, wedding, he had sweet tea shipped in from Texas. That's a pretty bold move. Although. Yeah, I guess Texas does it best. Was it just the mix, like the tea leaves or did he have it like, like a liquid shipped to him? No, liquids. It was like from a restaurant that he loved or like a place that he loved. Little did he know it came from a package. <laughs> right. I'm sure. <laughs> but they don't tell you. Right. It's a secret recipe. They won't tell you what it is. I mean, at least at the barbecue place, it came from like a, like the tea came from like a, a, a brown paper bag that they bought from somewhere. <laughs> it wasn't like brisk iced tea. Yeah. I love tea. Just the f- just normal tea, but it's sad. It's sad what people do to tea. I mean, I'm not a fan of tea. I, I only drink it. The last time I had it was when I was like really sick. Oh, like hot tea? Yeah, it was like hot tea with yeah. some kind of uh, something to like clear my airwaves up. It was something, there was something in it. Yeah. It was like one of the Theraflus or whatever. Uh, it's something like that, but not Theraflu. It came in one of those like Tazo boxes from the building. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you need to, you need to get really into tea and then say 
that that is what cures everything. That needs to be your medical advice, different teas for different situations. But I don't drink tea. I would just tell someone to drink water, which is what I should have been doing anyways. Um, tea is basically just water. Oh. Brown water. Um, yeah. All right, you want to get to the podcast now? Or... <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. I found this that I... Oh, we just did an hour right at that second. Yeah. Um, remember how I told you off air that I found a bunch of old things? Like, yeah. Like old written things? Right, yes. I found a list of like cringeworthy moments that I had been keeping for some reason. <laughs> really? I, okay. That Yes, I want to hear that. Absolutely. There's like... Well, there's like 20 things on here, so I think I'm going to save one. I'm going to save them, and I'll, I'll just read them as I, as I remember each week. Wait, can you do one at a time, or how, how long are they? They're like two sentences each. Okay, so at the end of every episode, you'll tell us something embarrassing, and then I'll do a geo-chaos geo quote. <laughs> All right. Uh, one time in elementary school, my friend Dominic Alonzo came over after school, and my father was taking a shit in the bathroom with the door open. <laughs> and we walked by and I said, say hi to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> you just thought it was normal? I mean, maybe it is normal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because he used to do, he used to like go to the bathroom with the door cracked. And you didn't, yeah. I guess as a kid, and you wouldn't pick up on that. Yeah. I didn't think anything of it. All right, give us one more. Uh, let me see here. One time in the eighth grade, I tried out for the basketball team and I wore white jeans that were way too tight and a blue polo. <laughs> I wore those white jeans a lot. I never returned for the second tryout. You made it past the first tryout in your white jeans? Yes. I want to get your middle school basketball coach on this podcast. <laughs> I think he was our social studies teacher. Right. Of course he was. Because <laughs> that's where they put the people that don't actually know how to teach something. Um, that's hilarious. I yes. did one time. I actually have pictures of me as a little kid wearing jeans, at, like in my baseball picture, which I don't remember happening, but I'm embarrassed by the pictures that they exist. Because that was always <laughs> the funny thing. Kids in jeans playing baseball. Because can you imagine that now? Like these kids have like eight hundred dollars worth of gear. Uh, yeah, and but I was really into baseball, so I don't know how it happened to me. Unless we just couldn't afford them, then I don't know. Um, the other thing in baseball is when we had to go just for picture day, like we weren't having a game or anything, and I didn't really think it through. And my parents didn't stop me, but I wore lime green <laughs> shorts thinking that it would only be from the like and my jersey thinking it was like from the waist up so there's a group <laughs> group i'm people's parents were so mad but you can just see like the green shorts shining that's all you can see in the whole picture do you still have this picture somewhere i'm when my dad had his office they were like all our pictures were hanging there <laughs> And you can just like picture, pick that one out. I'm sure they're t tossed now, trashed. Everything's gone. But if I can find it, I will. There's a subreddit called Blunder Years, and it's just people posting pictures like these. That's hilarious. I want to go there. I hate Reddit, but... For that, you will. Yeah.
I also like I'm okay with Reddit watching um, videos of kids getting hurt. That's sad. That means there's <laughs> poor parents around. Not like really, really hurt, but like getting hit with in the face with a ball and falling down. Oh, the funny kind, like America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like not not abuse. Not actual <laughs> hurt. Right? No. <laughs> No, the Wonder Years is a band. I don't want to. I don't want to read about the Wonder Years, the band. How do I no, get to this? It's Blunder Years. Blunder Years. Yeah. There it is. All right. Um, so one embarrassing thing about you that I, I wrote on a note. <laughs> so this is what we're going to turn this into. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make fun of Morris. No, uh, you had a story about dropping fast food as a fat Asian child. Oh, is that on your list? That's not, I mean, that's not a cringeworthy moment. That's just a really sad moment. That's the kind of thing that I would uh, love watching videos of over and over on Reddit. That's the things I'm You would pay money for that? Huh? You, you would pay money for that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, should, we, should we save this for the next podcast and tease into it? Because I don't even think Melissa knows this story. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do that then. We both have a similar story. So a, a sad childhood story. Yeah. So stay tuned next week where we talk about fat Asian kids dropping fast food. That might be the entire story. <laughs> Once I was a fat Asian kid and I dropped some food. <laughs> you weren't even fat. I'm just adding that part. Cause I like fat little kids. All right. Um, our, our geo chaos quote for the day and the immortal words of the man Joe chaos. I just don't think that there should be multi-billionaires and poverty stricken people living in what is supposed to be a free country. That's actually so deep. What a communist. <laughs> um, actually, as for me, per- uh, according to Joe chaos, as for me personally, I tend to have a very slight socialist view of things. <laughs> he, he retorted my response from like 20 years ago. <laughs> Good for him. Now you wasted two of my quotes, though, from Joe Chaos in one week. All right, bye. See ya. Oh, wait, hold on. Thanks for listening. Follow us yeah. on Twitter at How Do We Get Here PC. Rate and subscribe on iTunes, and we're probably never going to get on Google Play. We now resume in the top of the second of the game against Pittsburgh versus the Cup. Uh, <laughs> Chicago <laughs> ball club. Yeah. It's two outs. Number 34 on the blue, red, white, and blue team has just struck out. Some loser. Somebody. Some loser on the gray team. Oh, look at that kid dancing in the background. Stupid kid. Ah. And the pitcher just blows a snot rocket. Yeah, that was really gross. Well, you gotta do you gotta do things like that. You don't have time to go to the bathroom. And the pitcher gets into a stance, winds up, and tosses a ball low and away. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go beat this kid up. <laughs> Right behind. How can you uh, afford such good seats, but you can't afford to make your child behave?
can't afford class. Right there. That's what I was thinking. Pitcher winds up and sticks to the low and away. Oh. And it isn't right to the shortstop. And that's the end of the inning. Three outs. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> we get a view of the gross field stadium. Okay. <laughs> Bottom of the second. Red, white, and blue team is up to bat. Number 18 has a really big beard. Yeah, he spent the offseason as a mountain man, it looks like. Cut some wood with his hands. His walk-up music is Benny and the Jewels. Um, it's actually by his wife, who's, I believe, a Christian singer. I bet that song is horrible. I bet he strikes out because he walks up to that. He didn't even let you have a chance to strike him out as he bunts, bunts, bunts for a hit. Is that, is that what he does? He bunts? Because that was a, a first pitch bunt, which is really strange. Yeah, he's uh, the number three hitter. Obviously, you expect them to bunt. Because he's in the NL. There's no power in the NL. <laughs> um, I think he has a history of hitting hitting the dingers. Does your, does your cleanup hitter bunt? Let's find out. I think I was wrong. I think he got moved down in the lineup, actually. This, because this is not the cleanup hitter. This is we've, the twelve-year-old shortstop. We've stopped calling the game and just started talking to each other about the game. <laughs> well, okay, so uh, the people that revolutionized. <laughs> oh, it's a single, single to right field between the drawn and first baseman. Mountain man makes it to third, and then. 12-year-old makes it to second with a double. Are you still there? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to figure out what their numbers are so I can refer to them as something. Number 27 on the red, white, and blue team wears a funny little Just, hood around the neck. Oh, yeah. So he has a broken, it looks like he's got a broken condom on his head. He was uh, accused of some assault last year. He had a really tough season. Boo. Whoa. Did your screen just go green? No. Nope. Nope. Number 43 on the gray team winds up and pitches to to foul. 92 miles an hour. That's pretty low. Um, The batter is uh, in place of an injured starter for the red, white, and blue team. Fat guy? I don't think he's actually fat, but he does look. He has a very fat person name. And people at home just have to guess now. Can we say real names? I think oh, we can, right. right? No, I don't think so. Not without their express written consent. Oh. This guy I mean, would probably appreciate suing us. Count is 0-2. He also has a broken condom around his neck. Yeah, so you know, it's like... I think it's like 30 degrees in this city. And it's just not a pleasant place to play baseball. I don't know why they're doing it. Did you see the pictures the other day of all the snow at the game? I did not. It was snowing here yesterday, though. Oh, that's ridiculous. 
count is one and two. Last pitch was low and inside. Pitcher winds up and sticking to the low and inside. He is afraid yeah. of number seven. Yeah, as you should be the career minor leaguer. Watch out. Does he have no control or is this is this on purpose? Throwing at his ankles. Speaking as a former high school pitcher, um, oh, even further inside. Too far. You don't like saying that wasted. You're gonna walk anyway, but you still get hit on the leg. That's fun. Loads the bases with no outs. Pull, pull the pull the ripcord on his bum. (laughs) If that if that was a. Man, it's so cold. I'm sure his leg was really cold. Then he got plunked right in the muscle. Right in the hamstrings. Yeah. How is this guy a major league pitcher? I don't. I haven't actually seen who it is yet, but I assume that he's better than this normally. It's, it's because he's a lefty. I'm pretty sure it's because of the stupid socks he's wearing. It's because he's a lefty. He can't get it out of the low and inside area. He just keeps bouncing it on the ground inside low. Um, he's pulling through too much on his follow through. That's when you see those balls. You should tweet him. Cool pitcher. What is it? Oh, oh. now he's... he went outside this time for a wild pitch. Scores the mountain man from third base. Wild pitch on. Base is loaded. Gives up another run. That's not the time you want to do that, especially when your team just gave you a 3-1 run lead. Bottom of the second, 3-1. to one. Gray team leading. It's going to be a wild one, folks. What do you think about all the uh, players wearing the face guards on their helmets these days? I bet it bothers some of them. I bet it gets really? in the way of peripheral vision. So I know a, a few people as we watch uh, this grumpy old man go talk to the kid. Oh, he's smiling. That's so cute. Um, but yeah, I think some of them got hit in the face like a long time ago, and now they can't bat without them. Oh, so you're like uncomfortable. Yeah. You and you what? feel safe. You know what? Oh, never mind. I thought we weren't recording. That was scary. <laughs> <laughs> That would be awesome. That would be so good. <laughs> but no one would be hearing this part. All right, number 43, fresh off his pep talk. Let's see if he can pull this out. 2-0 count. No outs. With the new rules to speed up the game, that was the longest mound visit ever, I believe. He's only 22 pitches in. He's not getting out of the second inning, I bet. Well, this uh, red, white, and blue team has a potent offense. Yeah, the third third batters bunts. Right. This guy needs to bunt to first base. Nobody's up there. Um, this particular batter does not do much except for a swing. I don't think he walks at all. According to the Lexus run predictor, run predictor, with runners in second and third, there's a 100% chance that someone will score. Oh, oh look at him. <laughs> Corkscrews himself into the ground. Swinging number, number 43 with the wicked breaking ball. 
Yeah, you don't expect that on a 3-0 count. At least it was over the plate this time. Yeah, that was a great pitch. Hopefully took it a, doesn't turn around. The... Took a lot of cojones on number 43 to throw that pitch. Yeah, I guess the alternative is... Oh, there oh. he goes, though. Oh, shit! The three-round home run. Made him pay. Tried to go back to the well. Oh, the bullpen dance. And the red-white the, team. Uh, red-white and blue team makes themselves look like a fool. Yeah, but they just jumped out into the lead. That's pretty exciting. This is uh, third home run in two days. Was that your home run call? Oh, shit. I'll even do it on the replays. Oh, shit. I thought it was a pop fly. I don't want to do an oh, shit when it's just a pop fly. I thought it was a pop fly, too. Yeah. Um, so the red, white, and blue team signed a new closer, and he specifically said he would not be dancing. And was he there? And I, and I don't know. I bet he's on the bench if he's a closer. Yeah, he hasn't gone out there yet in the second inning. How are they, they just not like pulling this guy? Drink hot chocolate all. Hmm? How are they not pulling forty-three? He's only given up four runs, two in innings, two innings with no outs. Yeah, but oh. now he's got to face the pitcher. Oh, they finally recorded now. Finally recording out. Bottom of the second one out. Number yeah. 22 grounds out to the first baseman. You're going to see a lot for, a lot of that from him this year. Uh, the red, white, and blue team has a new hitting coach. I don't think it's going so well so far. Well, he just, he just got a home run from someone. Here comes... The former Red Sox pitcher now pitching for the red, white, blue team. Move from the red, white, and blue team to the red, white, and blue team. Big lefty oh, with the, Oh, almost. Almost hit it. Why is there an, What's with that empty spot in the stands? Seems Cause weird. Because it's, it's cold as hell. Nobody wants to go to a baseball game when it's 40 degrees. Right there. Um, did you see the pictures of the other game where there was 900 people in attendance? Nope, but I bet... It was the other team in the city. I bet half of those people probably paid nothing for their tickets and they probably moved up to the home plate area. Yeah, apparently they'll announce it on the, like... Hey, look, it's an old guy Instagramming a photo of the foul ball. We usually need to go find him. Find him on Instagram and give him a follow. Number you can follow him at, at old grumpy man. At old grumpy man. All right, count is one and two. This is a four pitches. (laughs) He's facing the uh, the batter who didn't get a hit for his first seventy at bats in the majors or something. Oh, he's not gonna like that. It's gonna be some retaliation next inning. High inside. Yeah. This red, white, and blue pitcher uh, is decidedly old school and very whiny and bitchy about things like that. Yes. That's how he was when he was on the Red Sox. And when he was 20. I don't know. <laughs> he, was a, he was born a grumpy old man. Yeah, seriously. Oh. Pop well, up. I would have gone in there again, but he pops up. Pop up to the infield, and we got our second out. If you're... Uh, 
if you're gonna try to have balls, you might as well just go all in and throw it at his face next time. Well, <clears throat> you might as well hit him in the elbow, and then you can't come back out the pitch. That would be his other elbow, but I guess if you can hit the back elbow. That's why you don't see a lot of switch-hitting pitchers. Cause it, right. <clears throat> Red, white, and blue team batter has a face mask on like a ninja. Yes, he does. Swing and a miss. And uh, you'll notice this is what the condom hat looks like when it's worn properly. <laughs> it turns into a ninja mask. He left a little reservoir tip at the end. Nope. <laughs> you can't. He's also got a face mask. The red, white, and blue team, maybe they're just all required to wear face masks. The third guy this inning. Oh, oh, that was a good single up the middle, and the inning continues. Oh, oh, you get to see his reservoir tip. That's pretty tight on there. Does the gray team have anyone warming up? Why don't they? Uh, probably because it's so cold. From my time as a high school baseball player, I know that. It's really cold. It's just, cold. They're just gonna let him hang out to dry, huh? Yeah. Um, his team gave him three runs, so maybe they're thinking that they have a shot to get a few more runs to support him. Oh. Number seventeen with the line drive. We like seventeen because uh, that's my favorite number. Yay. He is a tall drink of water. He is. He's so handsome. He's got such pretty eyes. Look at his eyes. So dreamy. Score is four to three. Red, red, white, and blue team on top. Thanks a lot. I bet it's to keep his pupils wet. Yeah, maybe. Runner in first, all in one count. This young, this youngster is from uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. I think he makes his off-season home here Here's still. Here's the money pitch. 0-2 count. Two outs. Yeah, some scrub's not going to strike him out. Oh, foul pitch. Foul ball. Let's talk about the pitcher's tattoos. Looks like a honeycomb. How do you see his long sleeves in? Watch. His sleeve came down a little bit. Oh, that's There's a stupid tattoo. Yeah. This is black. Oh, oh little dink. And he's oh, out. That was a good play. Number 17 hustles a lot. The inning from hell is over. <laughs> they scored four runs. Yay. Red, white, and blue. Do, you, do your home run call. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah, I missed it for that replay. Oh, shoot. Shit!